21st Century Entrepreneurship with Martin Piskarik. I'm interested in a lot of things, but let's start with you become a self-made millionaire before 30. What drove you to achieve this remarkable success at such a young age, Jared? Yeah, so I actually, I had success two times when I was younger. Uh, one, when I was much younger, when I was in my early 20s, I started my first company. You know, I grew up with a single mom uh, in, a, in a one bedroom apartment. I was the only child and I always wanted to, you know, figure out how to do more in life. I always thought there was more. Um, but my reality at the time was, you know, you, my mom made maybe $50,000 a year. That was my reality. You make $50,000 a year, you work full time. And, but I always had this pipe dream of, uh, you know, you could do more. Uh, so I started my first company when I was in college and we used to throw concerts actually. And we created our own show. It was called Electric Flurry. And it was the world's largest foam party. We did it all over the country. We did our first million dollars in sales when I was 22. So we did shows all over the country. Uh, but when I was 23, you know, I didn't know how to manage a business, manage cash flows, manage people. And I was using ticket sale money from one show to fund another show. Long story short, we booked the show that was way out of our budget. We didn't sell enough tickets. I lost everything. And on top of that, I got sued uh, by, there was a, a person who I had met. He was, he was about my age at the time. He inherited $50 million and he wanted to be a famous DJ. So I was like, okay, you could play on the main stage. You know, if you invest in the show, you invest $50,000 and you'll earn your pro rata share of the profits and you can play on the main stage. Good. Agreed. Um, we couldn't pay him because we lost everything. We weren't managing cash flows properly. And uh, his trust fund manager made him sue me personally for $250,000. So, and I didn't even have money to afford a lawyer. So I was in a really tough position. I had to, you know, I moved from, I was living in Miami at that time in a penthouse apartment, you know, I had built up this big um, vision of myself. I thought I was this, you know, successful young guy. Now move back in with my mom. I'm living on her couch. And I had a lot of, uh, you know, separation from who I was and who I thought I should be. So it was causing a lot of anxieties and depressions. And, and uh, so I, I, you know, wanted to figure out what do I do? Because I don't feel good. And I started getting into personal development. You know, I started going on walks in the morning. I started going and sitting by the water for a half hour at a time and just trying to be easy on myself and let go. And right when I started being that way, the next opportunity popped into my life. So from there, it's been a, a journey of learning personal development. And, you know, it's led me to where I'm at now. I, I'm the founder of Zendrop. We have over a million Shopify merchants that have signed up and connect their stores to our platform. And um, yeah, I, you know, now I'm just having fun with it at this point. Let's go back to reality, 50K reality versus dream. You can do more. From your perspective of, of now, of here and now, 
what do you think was your mindset, your way of thinking? What was the bridge in your mind, in, in your emotions, in your driving force, in your energy, in your vibration, the bridge be between that 50K reality and achieving that dream before your first fall? Yeah. So, you know, I think when we grow up in life, we have experiences and those experiences shape our reality. But then we see things that also shape our version of what's possible. I remember I was 16 years old and I was visiting my grandmother in Florida with my friend and we were we borrowed my aunt's minivan to go somewhere. You know, I just got my driver's license and I remember seeing a guy driving a Lamborghini and he looked like he was maybe in his late 20s, early 30s. And I remember saying, man, like, if only I could do, I, we, we literally rolled down the window of the minivan and said, hey, like, what do you do for a living? And the guy's like, I trade commodities. And I didn't even know what that meant. I was like, I look at my friend, I'm like, we need to start trading commodities. So like, you know, I was, I was inspired by the fact that I saw this young guy who had a lot of success. And for me, you know, there was a moment uh, where actually it's kind of a cool story that might kind of go into what you're saying with the energy and the shifting, right? I uh, I went to a personal development event and we did this exercise where we imagined ourselves as somebody else who loves and cares about you. So I, I envisioned myself as my aunt and my aunt, but through my lens, was walking up to my future life, walking up to my future house, admiring the beauty of the home, looking in the driveway, admiring my future cars, walking into the home, admiring the beauty of the home and the energy of the home looking at the pictures on the wall and admiring the family and the love. You walk upstairs, you walk into the bathroom and you look in the mirror and it's you the whole time. And it was a really powerful experience because I truly loved my future life from a different perspective without sabotaging myself with my limiting beliefs. Fast forward, um, a few days later, I had my first e-commerce store at the time and my store was doing maybe you know $800 or $1,000 a day in sales. I was making a few hundred dollars in profit. And I was moving from Los Angeles to Florida with my now wife, back then girlfriend. And we were driving. We had a five-day drive. So I had to, you know, I had to hire a couple of people to like run my ads and, and uh, you know, do my support and whatnot. And as I was driving, I was just letting go. And I, I had created this energy in the event that was pulling these thoughts and ideas out of the universe. Uh, you know, little ideas like, why don't we try duplicating this ad set? Or why don't we try running this? Or and I was getting these ideas. I was making some phone calls. I was making things happen on this drive. And during that five-day drive, my store scaled from about $1,000 a day to $50,000 a day in five days. Now, fast forward about a month later, and, and I'm, I'm dropping my wife off to do someone's hair. And basically, she, you know, I had like a, an hour to kill. So I was you know, bored. I had all this additional cash in my bank account. I was looking on cars.com. I saw this gray Lamborghini, and it was like a, a half a mile from me. I went to go look at it. I ended up buying the car in cash on the spot and then driving it for like two weeks. And I realized it was the exact same car that was in that vision, in that exercise that I did. So I literally manifested a physical item into the real world through putting thought and emotion behind a vision. And that's when things really started to shift for me. And that's when I really started diving into, you know, what else, what other powers do we have? You know, what, does personal development lead to? What is the secret sauce to getting what you want in life?
Yes, craft, very powerful model. So cancel, replace, affirm, focus and transform or train and or train. Beautiful concepts, letting go, universal mind, opening to universe, beautiful concepts. But your first phase was Lamborghini. Let's call it Lamborghini. Your second phase was inner peace before material wealth. Yeah, so I you know, strongly believe that we live in a universe of unlimited possibilities. You know, most people think about creation in a linear form. They think, I need to do this, then I can do that, then I need to do this, and when that happens, then I can finally do this, and then that, and then I can get to my goal. But with an, a universe of unlimited possibility, for you to expect everything to happen the way that you want it to is ignorant. Most things don't happen the way you expect them to happen, and most people attach their emotion to the outcome of what they're doing. Right. And then they get the emotions of, oh, that didn't work. I need this to happen differently. I feel lack because I don't have this, whatever. Now, if you think about creation from a multidimensional sense or through an energetic sense, the way you feel shapes the universe around you and things will happen however they need to to get you there. So, you know, what I focus on these days and what I've been focusing on really for the last few years is how do I feel and what is my energy? You know, I'll go on my morning walk. I have a walking uh, formula that I do essentially with a, it's about a 45 minute walk where for the first five minutes, I'll focus on opening my heart. For the next five minutes, I'll focus on feeling my power and my strength. For the next part of the walk, I'll, I'll focus on letting go and being present. The next part is connecting with God and the universe. And the last part is a celebration to raise your energy. And I've essentially, during that 45 minute walk, I'm activating all the energy that I need to manifest the life that I want. And I think that that's an important concept, really moving from linear creation to a multi-dimensional or energetic creation standpoint. So what is different now in that ecosystemic second order uh, epistemology so it is not any more linear one a to b but it is a holistic one so in that holistic realm you are living now in that specific context you are immersed into into higher with higher levels of awareness uh, and of acceptance of and of communication with inner self and the uh, the rest of the world. What is different now? So now versus back then, phase two versus phase one. Yeah, so back then it was all about grinding as hard as I could, staying up late and working and really trying to force things to happen and, and stressing about making things happen a certain way. So my, I guess if you could break up my kind of, uh, my life into a pie chart, there would be, there would be work, there would be reflection and then there would be like mindless activities. Back then it was mostly work and then a little bit of mindless activities and then very little reflection and, and personal time, right? And mindless activity, I mean like scrolling on your phone or watching a movie or whatever it is that is just playing a video game, whatever. Now I've broken up my pie chart into, you know, it's about 40% work, 50% 
reflection and, you know, spending time with myself, whether that's going on a walk or meditating or going in the sauna or exercising, something where I could be alone with my thoughts and really have a, a, an opportunity to manipulate my own energy. And then a small amount of mindless activity. So the big shift was focusing so much on working and forcing things, you know, drinking coffee at 9 p.m. and trying to stay up until three in the morning to get things done. A shift from, from that to the first thing in the morning is, is about re-reminding yourself about what's important. You know, because you wake up and it's really easy to just remember your problems from yesterday and get right back into that cycle of stress. But if you could break off a time where you're not looking at your emails or your text messages or your social media, and you're just you in your own energy, whether you're journaling or you're sitting in peace or, you know, I have a newborn uh, son now. So yeah, I'm sitting with my son in the morning, feeling love, you know, and, and that time you can re-realize what, what am I, what, what's the purpose of this life? And it's important to re remember that every single day. How could you help to all those entrepreneurs that are listening to us from all over the world that are stuck in their old habits that are focused on problems, on issues that are not emotionally fully accepting themselves and their lives? I mean, what are the first steps from your point of view, from your experience? Yeah, so I think it actually that's a, that's a great question. I'm going to try to give a really practical answer here. So I think you got to focus on two things. One is a vision. And the second thing is discipline. So when you look at a vision, you can't just, you know, okay, I'm going to think about what my vision is. It doesn't work that way. You need to first get yourself into an energetic state of abundance, love, high energy, high vibration. And from that state, feel intuitively, what is my vision? What is my purpose? And you'll start to feel where do you want to go in life, right? Because your whole life has shaped you to believe that you must do something a certain way. And there might be a veil there. You might need to break through that veil and find your path. But once you find the vision that resonates with you, it's important to remember that, write that down, think about that regularly. The second part is discipline. And discipline begins with habits. And habits are really important, but it's also really important not to, not to you know, add too many habits at once. One thing that I really like that was really useful for me and a lot of close friends who I've, you know, been in you know working with or or talking to something that's been helpful has been a program called 75 hard have, have you heard of it 75 hard is it, it's basically where you you know you work out twice a day you drink a gallon of water you read 10 pages of a book you take a progress picture there's no alcohol and there's no cheat meals and the beautiful thing about 75 hard is that it's a framework so since it's a framework and if you fail one thing you start over what happens is you start to win the internal debates because it's not an option. So if you say, hey, I'm going to go work out every day this week, you get up in the morning, your mind starts to tell you why you shouldn't. And now you got to win a battle. And it's kind of hard to win those battles. The more battles you have, the more powerful your mind gets. And the more you lose them, the harder it is to win them. So a framework like 75 hard allows you to, okay, I have to read 10 pages, but I'm tired. Well, it doesn't matter. I have to read the 10 pages. You know, over 75 days, you've read 750 pages. You've probably learned a lot of things. And what's happening is now your subconscious, that part of you that's watching you and judging everything you do, and, and it judges if you didn't do something or if you did do something, the part of you that's judging you and says, okay, you're winning all these battles, it starts to feel worthy. It starts to see opportunities and say, 
you're worthy of being able to achieve that thing, or you can go start that business, or you can go to that next level. You know, I was starting a a, a quick side note. I was starting a, a, a you know bigger venture than I'd ever done last year, and the first thing I did was, all right, I got to do seventy five hard. So I need my self confidence to rise, and you can only get self confidence through discipline and through habits. So really, if somebody's stuck in the rut, if they're kind of in that cycle, it's two things: it's get in a high energy state by going on a run or breath work or whatever it is that makes you feel good. Figure out your vision through your intuition. And then secondly, set up a framework of discipline that will allow you to win those internal battles until you build the confidence that will allow you to go pursue that vision. I think that's the main, that's the formula right there. One thing that you're doing exceptionally as well, so I would add it as third one, is your network, networking. So who are your best friends? Who are people that you spend most of your time with? So if you can speak about that, about the context a little bit as well. Absolutely. I would say, first of all, when you start doing this work and you start building confidence, you become magnetic. So people want to be around you. You're not in the, the position of, oh, I need to go be around these people. You know, I need to go hang out with people that are richer than me or, you know, and you don't give off that needy energy, right? I don't need your money. You can pay me your respect. Cause once I do it big, what's the follow? What's the check? Like it's, it's easy to say, oh, I want to go hang out with these people that are way more successful than me. But what makes me think that they want to hang out with me when I'm in my low vibrational state? When you start doing this work and your vibration gets more bright and stronger, and, and these words about vibration are just words, right? And vibration is just a concept. But essentially, when you build your confidence, you become magnetic, and the people you want to be around want to be around you. Now, one other thing that's really important to note is that oftentimes the people that love you and care about you even though they want you to live a good life, part of them don't want to see you succeed in what you're doing because that triggers a part of them that feels like they made the wrong choice by not taking those risks. So if you have friends or family or you know a brother or someone you grew up with and they're you know living that limited life and you're like, hey, I'm gonna go start this you know new e-commerce venture or I'm gonna go start this coaching program or whatever it is. They're like, yeah, I want what's best for him, but like part of them doesn't want to see it work because they want to be able to say, I made the right choice being safe. So if you are hanging out with the people that you've been with for a long time, I encourage you not to talk about what you're working on with them and find, you know, the people that are on that same page as you. Sign up for an event, you know, for entrepreneurs, get yourself out there. You will meet people on that same vibrational frequency as you. And as you work on yourself and your frequency rises, you'll be attracted and other people will be attracted to you. And that's how your network starts to blossom. So I am writing a book right now about my walking formula. You know, I mentioned it earlier. Um, so I, you know, I've tried every habit in the book. I, you know, I meditate, I, I go on the walks, I go on the runs, I have the biohacking room here, sauna, cold plunge. I'm always trying to figure out how to feel better and, and you know, raise my energy and have the emotional you know, feelings to manifest the life that I want. So 
I'm also obsessed with efficiencies and kind of getting the most out of the least amount of effort. And for me, this walking formula has been A, very pleasurable and fun to do, and B, it sets me up for a great day. After I'm done with that walk, I know that I can let go and let the universe do what it needs to do because I've already created the energy that I need for the day. So I'm writing this book right now. I have created a short version that I've been distributing to friends and family and people in my network. Uh, it's about 30 pages long. So if your listeners would love to, you know, would, would want to check it out, I could send you that document. And I would love to get feedback. I would love to hear what happens when people start doing this walking formula. Because I've shared it with a few close friends. They love it. They do it every day now. And I think it's something that is easy for people who, you know, don't really know where to start. A lot of other habits are daunting. You know, working out every day is hard or meditating is challenging for them. This this practice is fun and it's easy and there's music that goes along with it. So go ahead and follow me on Instagram. It's at Jared Getz. And if you just send me a DM personally, I'll answer you and I'll reply with a link to a condensed version of the perfect walk. And all I ask is that if you enjoy it and if you get some value out of it, just send me a testimonial. Let me know how it went. I just want to get feedback personally. I want to hear how people love this formula because it'll give me more motivation to go and, and push this out to the world. And I think it's something that can really help people. 21st Century Entrepreneurship with Martin Piskorik.